An elite Ivy League college that's definitely not Yale is home to a secret society that counts among its members 5GFA regulars Paul Walker, Joshua Jackson, and Billy Peterson. While trying to win the girl and the big rowing championship, Charlie Conway and the dad from Fear team up as Lance Harbor, Coach Craig T. Nelson from Coach, and Shooter McGavin attempt to consolidate their power. With memorable lines such as, You're gonna be okay, okay? This 2000 film encapsulates the typical American college experience, but with fewer accidental deaths and old-timey pistol duels. Guys, let's talk about the skulls. Look what I have created! I have made fire! I have made fire! I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. Keep the talent happy. She just killed the helicopter with a car. I'm sorry, boys. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Break yourself, fool! Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? It's important that we we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing. I could just glue it. Sandbagging, son of a bitch. Y'all ready to bust fast? Lick a license. A lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an F. Agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Do you know who I am? You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News. I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. Welcome back to Five Guys Flicking Around. Another special episode today. There's more than five guys. There's six of us in the room right now. I'm uncomfortable. We are once again joined by Mike from Maine, who just took a little a shot. What was it, a shot or an injection? It, it was a double a serving of uh, NyQuil. Anyway, yeah, he's he's rather docile right now. Uh, we're, of course, joined by his caretaker, Andreas. I like to call him to be supervisor. Back. I like to call him his handler. P.O. I think, think that fits better. <laughs> they do get handsy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we did, we thought we'd uh, shake things up and do a Paul Walker movie. Finally. I was Finally, I was getting right? the jitters. It yeah. was like, ugh. You know. Talking skulls today. Yeah, 19th anniversary of skulls. 19th anniversary Ooh, of yeah. the skulls. That would be the diamond anniversary? What anniversary is that? Yeah, the, the double diamond. Double uh, diamond. Yeah, the, almost double the diamond. The double, yep, double blue douche. Gold. Blue gold. The blue gold anniversary. <laughs> we are going to wait for the 20th anniversary, but we just, couldn't we do just, it. We just couldn't, couldn't wait. We, we had to get yeah. it going. Yeah, like I said, I'm lit. I was having withdrawals from not doing mm-hmm. a Paul Walker movie, and it was he was shaking. Me. I haven't been sleeping for weeks. But we got Kyle a beer and put on skulls, and his hand stopped shaking. So yeah. I think I, we're good I to think go. Think it was the skulls. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely I, I the like skulls. to think it was the skulls that stopped the <laughs> yeah. jittering. I agree. Let's let's not dive any deeper into that one. <laughs> let's jump into first impressions for uh, the skulls. Joel, what's your first impression of the skulls? So my first impression of this movie is. I remembered liking this movie a lot more than I liked it watching it now. Yeah, we call um, that the rush hour effect. <laughs> the rush hour effect. I think the biggest thing for me is just seeing the classic heartthrob Josh Jackson, Paul mm. Walker in their prime is springs Tasty. back a similar time. I personally, you know, Leslie Bibb is great. Now I would have loved a little maybe Jessica Alba in there, just spice oh, things up crush. a bit. There we go. There Not we go. Alba Corsi. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Kate Hudson, that would have been great. I'm in. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was nice to rewatch it so that I didn't have that. Oh, I wonder what Skulls was like. I remember liking it, but now I know eh, it's not very good. <laughs> Don't need to watch it again. I'm good. <laughs> Little Mikey, what was your first impression? Andreas, why don't you he's start not, off with the first impression? He's not up yet. We'll get back to him. <laughs> he just he, his eyes kind of fluttered a little bit, and then he went back to sleep. <laughs> Uh, my first impression of this movie when I first saw it was that I think it was the first time I'd seen this kind of uh, secret society, the East Coast lifestyle, yeah. uh, which I was very intrigued by. Seeing it again, uh, I thought it was really fun in the first first act. Mm -hmm. And then I think we paused it midway and I could not believe we were only halfway through the movie. It just felt extremely long. It's only an hour and 37. I was going to say, it's not it got, that long a movie. No, it's it two hours and well, 20 minutes, for sure. Uh, it no, felt. it's 147, I think. Towards the end of the movie, there are so many twists with the characters that I didn't really care that much about. Uh, so, did not think it was that great of a movie, but thoroughly enjoyed parts of it. Official runtime for the Skulls, two hours, 22 minutes. That's incorrect. 9% oh, that, on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I saw that and I was like, there's no way this movie is that long. It's wrong. It's like an hour and 37 or whatever. Yeah. For real. I looked that up. That's like totally egregious. Like we just they added it. an hour. It's if you an took off an hour, it's closer than like. The ooh, internet is lying to me? Well, that is, that is bizarre. You, I don't you, like it. You went to Breitbart.com to look it up. So. <laughs> yeah, you had a bookmark, true. which is interesting. <laughs> that was your homepage. Stop looking at my screen. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you ready? A, it says 106 minutes here on IMDb. 106? Yeah. That's what I said. The hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is going on here? Yeah, that is strange. Wrong. There's some secret society at work here yes. trying to spread a campaign of misinformation about this movie. It felt north of two hours, I would say. <laughs> Agreed. Mikey, you ready, big guy? I think so. <laughs> Mike, first impression. Uh, my first impressions for this movie was I saw this in sixth grade for my friend Scotty Chandler's birthday party. And Brandon, first it, impressions. <laughs> and we watched it in Woodbridge, and it was the last time I saw it for good reason until today. And I really wish I didn't see it again. Okay. A-plus content, Mikey. Yeah. Thanks. Brandon, first impression. This was my first time watching The Skulls. I had always heard about it. I think you guys have mentioned it on at least every podcast that we've done. That's Knock Around, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrong we one, will bro. get to Knock Around. Don't, don't mess with Vin we Diesel, better. bro. <laughs> um, but I heard a lot about it. This is the first time I watched it. Uh, similar to Andreas, like, I really enjoyed the first half. I thought it was really fun. Um, I got mixed feelings about this movie because it's it's very unfocused at times. You don't it gives you too much information and not enough information all at the same time. Um, and it's like there's a lot of unbelievable stuff that happens. But there's a scene where they use the song "Higher" by Creed unironically, <laughs> and I'm all in on that. Yeah. I'm all in on that. Right. It was similar to in Fear how they chose to use the Bush songs, and they're like, "This song will be good forever. Let's put this in the movie <laughs> right, a bunch right. of times." Yeah. But this was like this. Wild Horses, and you're like, "All right, all right, yeah, I'll give you a that cover one. of Wild Horses." Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the same. It was like, "Oh, higher. This song's gonna be awesome forever. <laughs> like, why wouldn't we put it in?" It this? came out in 1999 in August. Uh -huh. That's when it was like charting, I think. This movie came out in 2000, so it's always a good idea to say, what's the hottest song yes. six months yeah. ago? 
that'll right. be good forever yeah. and it yeah. always works yes so it worked i'm actually very happy they did it it was yeah it was a highlight any, any movie was, that uses that uses creed or uses who let the dogs out mm-hmm. like i'm in on that movie mm-hmm. those are both just you yeah. can't go wrong with those decisions it, it really sets the right tone for an escort scene i would mm-hmm. say like yeah that absolutely was. Prostitutes um, come in, Creed comes on. We don't know their <laughs> escorts. They could just be big fans of the Skull Secret Society. Kyle, first impression. I saw this movie, I think, in theaters, maybe with like Teen Camp back in the day. Like I remember seeing it when it came out. Nerd alert. Yeah, I I Ew. didn't have parents that stayed home. I had to go away during the daytime. <laughs> um, and anyway, I, I really enjoyed it. It's one of those movies. There's also a movie from this era that we saw with Teen Camp called The In Crowd, which I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, it's a forgotten gem, but we should do the in crowd because it's the same thing. It's like I held it in very high regard when I was 12 or whatever when it came out. Um, but unlike that movie, I've seen this one since it came out, and I really like it. I think it's a terrible movie, but I think it fits in that so bad it's entertaining for me, uh, especially like Andreas alluded to that first half. Like, the first half, I was super engaged. The second half, when they get into him turning on them, I'm less intrigued. And the twists, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to see. I don't. Yeah. Like, whoever wins is fine. You know, it yeah, doesn't matter. Right. If Joshua Jackson ends up getting murdered at the end, I don't give a shit. I, uh, believe it or not, saw this like three or four times in theaters. Mm, I don't believe it. Apparently, I really liked this movie a lot. Moneybags Matillo. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, and I remember at the time being like, man, I've seen this a lot in theaters. <laughs> a Why do I keep yeah. coming back yeah. here? It was that third time when you decided yep. to go a fourth, and right. you were like, that was a bad decision. Yes. Could, could it have inspired your career trajectory? Maybe. Ooh. Maybe. It certainly inspired me to get into Yale. <laughs> <laughs> So I did, similar, I had that affinity for it. Uh, it's a cool beginning of the movie. And you're right. After it turns, it's kind of like, I don't care. But uh, watching it today, I agree. I really like it. And uh, if it's on and it's the beginning, I'm into, down to watch it. And if it's a later part of the movie, I'm probably like, oh, it's going to end soon. I don't care. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. But I am a huge fan of anything Craig T. Nelson does. Yes. And to that end, Coach. I have to fully support this movie <laughs> yeah. because of CTN. Yeah. Coach Teacher. <laughs> We learned that Joshua Jackson is a stud rower, and uh, these people watching are kind of, I don't know if I'd say scouting him for the skulls, but they're like talking about how they're secret societies, and he's turned them down, or Slash is waiting for them to introduce him to the skulls. Yeah, I thought that was a weird scene, because I thought they introduced the two guys that are on the skulls, or in the skull. I don't know if it's a sports team or whatever this is. They're in the skulls. <laughs> Sports. And um, I totally thought that they were going to be in more of the movie, but once you see them for that scene, it's literally just to get the exposition out of the way of like, yeah. we're the skulls, <laughs> we're looking at this main character who is Joshua Jackson, and we're looking at this main character who is Paul Walker. And then they're pretty much out of the movie the rest of the time. They, uh, at this point, they also establish the difference between Caleb and Joshua Jackson. Absolutely. They give a little, pretty much the only backstory we get about Joshua Jackson, which is mm-hmm. that he comes from kind of like a broken home, there's trouble in his past, whereas Caleb was born to, or uh, he was born to, born be, a to skull. be a skull. Yeah. And uh, what they what they say, because I because I felt like it was just like a ton of exposition in a really mean way. They say, "Where did Mr. McNamara learn to row?" In the local sewers, I imagine. Yep. He's a townie. Oh, yeah. Mother died in a car crash when he was one. Father unknown. Just like 
God, that's bleak. <laughs> but like you're watching him row and yeah. So they, yeah. they paint the picture of him as this, you know, uh, kind of no family. Exactly. Pulled him up by his wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And, but and, they also show that he's able to pull through mm-hmm. uh, when the race, one of the or, uh, oars breaks in their boat and he's able to just kind of take over steer the ship, make sure they win the race against which, all odds. Which, by the way, this is bullshit. There's no way he is that good that they, they were losing. You know nothing about Rowan. Did you well, see Joshua Jackson? He is ripped in this movie. <laughs> he is cut. I would, I would describe <laughs> him more let's, as pudgy. Let's take a comparison in basketball. A guy gets hurt, you're playing five on five, and you take him out and you play five on four the rest of the game. That is a huge, huge disadvantage. Game's only got like a minute left, though. You know, they're close. And and they the were end. already yeah. losing. <laughs> Addition by subtraction. After that, they get to go to the uh, the bar or the pizza place, I guess, that they go to. But that's kind of where you establish, like, he's got a best friend who's little on the Caesars. team. Yeah, I think it's a Little Caesars. He's drinking, <laughs> out of this, drinking out of this huge cup. And that's where you get the relationship established between him and, and this girl. Chloe. Chloe. And, Chloe, yeah. and, and then him and his will. best friend. Yeah. 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 And Chloe is really good at darts. There's Love also it. a scene, I think, before here where he's biking. And while he's biking, a car almost hits him on his bike. Uh, his old and, buddies. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a car filled with his old buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of like, Christian fish on the, on the car. A little bit strange. Anyway. <laughs> that was strange. It turns out in the car it's his, his uh, burnout townie friends. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, they resent the fact that he's making a life for himself. Yep. And, um, and so throughout this first beginning, uh, Joshua Jackson and his friend Will have kind of been you know, joking around about the skulls and his friend Will is like, yeah, those preppy guys, we don't need them, blah, blah, blah. And then at this dinner, Joshua Jackson gets a phone call. Hello? Are you ready to be reborn? Who is this? Payphone, outside ad building, 40 seconds. Hey, was that? Hey, hey, Luke, wait, hey! Luke! He is told to go to this place and that place and drink this and passes out. He ultimately wakes up in a casket with nine or so guys in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. and Including, uh, which is where he officially meets uh, Paul Walker. We get presented with these hooded robe guys. Um, yeah, Jawas. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so you had said that we don't see those two guys at the beginning again. I think those are the two guys. Uh, sure. We don't know, though. <laughs> I will choose to accept that. It's a hypothesis I'm working on. Uh, and Divide by three. They're 11. told this they riddle. Yeah, an initiation. Riddle. Yeah. Andreas might have the riddle written down. I don't have the riddle written down, but, but he's got they're, a, they're a looking, great memory. What looking, was it? They're looking for a serpent, uh, a python, python. in a Shows neighboring a, a neighboring uh, uh, school, and they, and they have to they have to solve the riddle. Mm-hmm. They... Which is a snake without scales shows his veins. Oh, yes. But I thought Andreas, I thought you were taking notes. <laughs> you botched mm-hmm. that one, man. I was just to the pub. He was just I was drawing was, figures was... with boners. I, <laughs> was... <laughs> I was riveted during this yeah. scene. So yeah, I was not we looked at notes. your notes. It's just a bunch of stussies. <laughs> <laughs> he got distracted with the image of a snake with veins, and he mm. cut his mind went elsewhere. That makes so, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yes, the cube that does look 3D. And that is Michael's breadstick. Michael's bad breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, 
Paul Walker and the guys, they go and steal this snake off a rival school. And it's only Joshua Jackson and Paul Walker that actually do it, and everybody else that's trying to get into the skulls watches. Yeah, college group project. People (laughs) carrying the team to an A. That's all they had to do. And that that got everyone initiated into the skulls. All the other guys just had to watch and give moral support. Yeah, I... I just love, like in this scene, I love any moment where it's believable that somebody could like hang on to something and then hang on to another full person's weight with yeah. just one of their arms right. plus a weather vane. Try to help someone up off the ground. Yeah, exactly. And like just that alone with your whole body weight. Exactly. Yeah, alone be like, I got yeah. you. Have you ever had a passed out friend that you just try to move a little bit? Well, like it's hard. Mike's Damn. getting there. <laughs> He's close. You're drooling, big guy. Wipe your mouth. Andreas, Andreas wipe him up, please. Yeah. I got you. I got you, Mike. The eight other guys on the shore they clearly see them hanging on for their life they don't really try to intervene or help i don't know what you could do in that situation but like at least just show some kind of like one guy in that group project had some emergency where he couldn't (laughs) help out with the he's like i'm real sorry i'll help you guys out next time you can just put my name on these yeah Yeah. send me the powerpoint (laughs) i'll upload it in the morning yeah or he's like i'm really good at giving the presentation slides yeah But long story short, they survive the fall. Um, they take the snake weather vane, I guess, to the skulls and drop it off and Probably. just say like, hey, here it, here it is. Life. Yeah, yeah. we never <laughs> see them drop it off. We just see uh, Joshua Jackson go back to the room with his friends, Will and Chloe. And they're like, where were you last night? Like, what'd you get up to? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, I'm tired and blah, blah, blah. It's a secret. Yeah. And it leads to a very contentious fight between mm-hmm. Will and Leslie Bibb and Joshua Jackson. And it's a very confusing fight because up until this point, it wasn't clear to me that Joshua Jackson's friend was so against the skulls. Right. And it turns around very quickly when he's like, yes or no, tell me, are you one of the skulls? And he's like, nah. I don't know yet, and he's that's it for him. He is right. He mm-hmm. gets going real quick, yeah. and he doesn't just get going at Joshua Jackson. He, he also gets really mad at Leslie Bibb, Chloe, Leslie Bibb, Lesbo Bibb, and says <laughs> that's another ad. He says, "Take a stance for once in your life." Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he lashes out at everyone. He just kind of yeah. becomes unhinged. It's kind of he seemed again, like a real yeah. annoying college guy. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Like, oh, dude. Yeah. Okay, again, we get it. You're into causes. It's, and it's shit. too much information and not enough information at the same time. Like we see their relationship. Like you see them interacting yeah. a lot, but you don't get enough of like their thoughts about like the skull. Like they mention it here and there. But you're right, Andreas. Like him coming and just being like, "We're not friends anymore because <laughs> yeah. you're in the skulls." It's like that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, and and Joshua J- Jackson tries to fix things, but it just he's not getting through. Which makes it so that you're you're kind of like you're a little bit ambiguous towards this uh, his friend. Like, is he actually a good guy or is he a dick? See, seems yeah. like a dick hothead. Just yeah. like I'm not your friend, you know. Just yeah, like, you're hanging out with other people. Yeah, like, screw you. No, you're not my friend. This shouldn't be a secret to anybody that he's been he's yeah. been looking to do this. He's really happy to be um, kind of uh, get the opportunity to join the club. But then he he does kind of a dick move to Chloe when he gets a call from Caleb, his new good friend. They've also become very fast friends. Soulmates. They've become soulmates very quickly. And as soon as Caleb calls him up, he tells her she needs to get out of the room, which is a little bit unnecessary. Like, what is this? How secret is this call supposed to be at this time? He said it pretty politely. Like, Chloe, I'm sorry. No, but like after being called out literally for like, this is going to change everything. Like, yeah. and he's saying it's Which, not like yeah. now it's like, Hey, yeah. you know, Which Will and, and was kind of right. He's yeah. not yeah. under, at this point, he's not under any contract to keep things secret. It's just kind of like, 
Okay, you're in this initiation process. No, he knows it's it's very secretive. And has he said they, a they skull gotten... above any other at this point? He has or not what? yet. He has not, not yet said no. that. <laughs> he said no, he skull actually, above every he, he other. Actually, I think he threw it a skull above any <laughs> other. When they get out of the <laughs> casket, I think have. they make them yeah. say oh, like... Oh, that's true. Yeah, so I think he did say it. But uh, my favorite part of this scene is that Joshua Jackson comes stumbling in. He looks like shit. Like, he has had a hard night. He just lost <laughs> yeah. to Iceland. Called, Paul one. Walker calls him. Paul Walker is like yeah, looking just great. out of the shower, chiseled, and he's got a woman that he slept yeah. with that night. Yeah. Like, Paul Walker it. is an alpha, and yeah. it is established <laughs> yeah. in that scene. Right. Oh, but it's been established before. Yes. Number yes. of I mean, times. Yes. When he first yeah. drives A handful up of times. But yeah. this is the first one where I'm like, you look like shit, and you did the same thing last night, and you banged a chick. When and he was 16, shower, he had an yeah. affair with his mom's friend. Like, that's a badass move. Uh, He's an alpha. And Paul Walker through. tells Joshua Jackson to check under his pillow. Boom. It's a little skull emblem. It says, 8 o'clock tonight. And mm-hmm. Paul Walker says, congratulations, man. Again, soulmates. Yeah. yeah. They do the branding. They get the watch. They get the book. They, we meet the senator. We meet Paul Walker's dad. This is a very mm. big scene where we kind of know more CTN? about what the you skulls are and how abide by the rules and skull above any other and basically everything that sets the whole movie. You get a montage right around that time. Is that correct? Where yes. you get everyone gets the cars. Right. Um, just all these good things are happening to these people because they're skulls. So eventually you see that Joshua Jackson's going to get out money and he's got $20,000 in his account that he mm-hmm. didn't even know about, mm-hmm. courtesy of the skulls. Hey, all you five GFA fans. Are you tired of eating out with your friends and making a mess across your chest, leaving you looking like some good smut film? Well, we've got you covered in the front and if you buy two, in the back. Introducing Leslie's Bibs, the only bib made for adults, by adults, for adults. These bibs are guaranteed to last at least one semester at private school and half a semester at public school. Leslie's Bibs, for adults, by adults, for adults. (laughs) You don't vomit, miss it. So a big thing in the school's headquarters montage is they tell them to keep their book and the key to the headquarters on them and don't lose it. Well, one of the monumental scenes that we are missing is when Chloe shows uh, Lucas her paint machine. Yeah, that's Actually, what we're that calling happened it. before dinner because that's how. Yeah, that was in Lucas the two hour and twenty minute cut. Yeah, well, this wasn't my cut, and I couldn't believe that she had never heard of MS Paint before because that had been around for a very long time. And the fact that she's like, "Well, this is one of the first computers that could paint," was like. Fuck, dude, you need to get yourself a mm-hmm. Dell, yeah, because like they got MS Paint and that shit is wild. We find out that his his roommate and former friend Will is like, oh, I'm working on something Slave secret too. Day. Exactly, he's like, I'm working on something secret too, and you can't know about it. Na 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 na. And then we find out that uh, Paul Walker's car has been broken. In his new car that. The skulls bought him. While he's mm-hmm. boxing, by the way. Getting his box Another off. thing, which, like, did they ever boom, talk boom, about him boom, being a boxer boom. in the beginning of the and, movie? No, and, like, it's never yeah. established that he, like, competes. It just right. seems like he's, like, working out, like, all right, nice like, job, man. Yeah. yeah, but every time, but then it's like, oh, let's go back to the boxing ring, because that's yeah. where Paul Walker is. They so say like, he's oh. a crack shot, so and he's good with guns. <laughs> and drugs. <laughs> yeah. When they had the shower sex scene, he also got his box on. Oh! oh. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. <laughs> 
And then we have a confrontation where we see Will, Joshua Jackson's friend, there with like a as he's a reporter, as we've seen earlier in the movie, like looking around and and trying to do a story on the skulls. And he has like a tape recording saying, "Yeah, it has war written on their headquarters." Blah blah blah. And boom, Paul Walker comes in. Dominating the entire room in six foot letters is carved the word war. The main room is about 80 feet across, and it's magnificent, with nearly 10 pillars made entirely of travertine marble. 150 years of wealth. I've you! Never seen. Caleb Mandrake. You broke into my car, you stole my key, you stole my book, now I want your camera, I want the tape, and I want my stuff back now. Okay, okay, no problem, man, just calm down. And, you know, here's your key, right, you can have that, but, um... Well, I, I got your book. I don't have it with me, though, and we can get that anytime. Okay, but uh, just calm down. But also, in this scene, Paul Walker is pretty reasonable because he's mm-hmm. he's just saying, like, hey, you stole my shit. Uh, just give it back, yeah. and it'll be cool. Like, you, we'll go back yeah. to your place. We'll pick up my book, mm-hmm. and then we'll forget forget this ever happened. Yeah. And at this point, you're kind of like, okay, Paul Walker's actually being kind of a nice guy. Yeah. His uh, Joshua Jackson's friend is still kind of being a dick because he just throws something. He throws the keys right. at him, and then bounces. Well, we don't find out that until later. In the first part of the movie, it just cuts to black right there. Yeah. Um, and then it just goes to a really fun scene of Joshua Jackson discovering <laughs> Will's body hanging by the rafters of the storm room. Yeah. That was yeah. a delight. I was like, it's 3 a.m. What are they going to do? Play video games? Yeah. Oh no, he hung himself. Yeah. Or did he? And he Ooh. left. He left a note on the computer. I'm sorry. So he has heard of Microsoft <laughs> Word. <laughs> and Joshua Jackson is reasonably a good actor in this scene. He kind of portrays the distraught, like I don't have anyone in my life, and this one person that I cared about, who we've had a falling out with because I've joined the Skulls, is now dead. Mm-hmm. And we meet the police guy this detective. This is a good time to jump in with a category for this movie. Who would you rather be friends with, Paul Walker or Will? Hmm. Paul Walker. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the category. That's the category. <laughs> um, so we meet a police... Yeah, Detective Sparrow. De- oh, there we go. So Detective Sparrow is obviously kind of suspicious, as you were saying, about Joshua Jackson's character. And then we get another fun uh, funeral scene right after this where Joshua Jackson is carrying the casket... Uh, is a pallbearer for Will, I think. I don't even know her. Oh! <laughs> it was a classic golden shower funeral. So, Joshua Jackson, obviously distraught, goes back to Will's dorm room as, as uh, I don't know if it's the police or campus security or just taking things out. They discover... They're clearing it out, and they discover a, a false, uh, in the bookcase, a false shelf, and then falls over, and we see... Ooh, What's inside of it, Joel? We see Caleb Mandrake's uh, rules book. The one that he supposedly had... What is it doing in Will's secret compartment dorm room, Joel? Interesting. But uh, another interesting thing here is that the detective that's looking for evidence asks Joshua Jackson, you want I should pack these two? (laughs) My favorite quote. My favorite quote of the movie. You want I should pack these two. But also, why is the detective asking Joshua Jackson? And why is the detective Russian? Yeah. He's <laughs> going so fast. There's a lot that doesn't make sense in this I, scene. I get the impression this was his first movie, and he just got really excited about he his one line. take. But That's that was the I best he could do. But clearly, clearly, a hidden compartment behind the closet. Mm-hmm. You would think this might be some important evidence, but he's asking Joshua Jackson yeah. if he wants to keep it 
Or if the if the police should take well, right. I get the impression also though that like he understands this was hidden behind a shelf. Mm. You know, if it's like some S and M shit, you're maybe <laughs> being like, hey, I don't know, buddy. Yeah. But that's also why it? I was that's also why I was confused. Like, is this a detective or just like a yeah. guy moving <laughs> yeah. stuff I out think of it was the just room? A mover. It's ironic that William Peterson wasn't there to pour through the crime scene. <laughs> that is ironic. Really at maybe a granular level. Missed yeah. yeah. So now he's starting to suspect Paul Walker. And at and this then, point in the movie, I'd like to recuse myself because the second half is just garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we get to the part We're where about this, this is where it turns sour. As soon as Joshua Jackson <laughs> yeah. turns against the skulls, Things yeah. start going yeah, into liar's uh, hell. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't want <laughs> like a, a detective kind of like take down the skulls kind of movie. No, like I, I don't want that. At all. No, I want to live in that life. This heralds in the next segment of the initiation ceremony, which is something that is called liar's hell. The airing of grievances. Yeah, <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> so all of the all of the new recruits they meet up at headquarters, and they get put into a cage with their soulmate. With their soulmate. And they're encouraged to ask their soulmate questions. They can uh, lies are not allowed inside the cage, so you're allowed to ask There's a any question. Force field around <laughs> There's some kind of force field. Lying. Some yeah. truth serum they're given. <laughs> and we just gave some to Mike too, just to get him to wake up. Um, yeah, it's it's a great scene. Hey, Luke. What's your worst fear? My worst fear? My worst fear is that I'll always be alone. My mother was killed in a car crash when I was so young that I can't even remember her face. My whole life, I never had any family. Up until a couple years ago, when I met a friend who became like a brother to me. And then last week, he was taken from me too. Now, why do you think that keeps on happening, Caleb, huh? Any ideas? I don't know, Luke, who can answer that? You can. You can tell me the worst thing you've ever done. I had an affair with my mother's best friend. Why are you so afraid of your father? My father always covers for me. Always gets me out of trouble. I never take responsibility for anything. Fine, then take responsibility for this. What's the worst thing you've ever done? God, where do I start? Don't play practice. games with me, Caleb! What's the worst thing you've ever done? The worst. It's a really good scene. It's maybe the best scene. We won't get there yet, but just the fact that like the writers decided to make Paul Walker. I feel like after they cast Paul Walker, they were like, "Oh no, let's like he, you know, he he caused the death of like his friend fell down a well when he's eight, and then when they cast Paul Walker, it was like, no, he definitely banged his mom's friend. <laughs> let's change that. That's the worst thing. Look how, look how sexy That's, this kid is. Yeah. Huh? For sure, it was plowing broads at sixteen. <laughs> Mothers, his mother's Some friend. Old hey, you can't director help cigar. Look at that kid's gorgeous. Yeah, Michael oh, he was pork and bacon. Michael Bay executive produced <laughs> yeah. it and just no, 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 he's definitely banging the mom's friend. <laughs> but he does confront him with the information that he knows that his good friend Will had had his book, had his mm -hmm. key, uh, so he knows that some something's going on. Yeah, and Paul Walker like suspiciously goes, "Oh, I lost that." Like, mm. yeah, I've been looking, looking for that. For that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So we don't suspect a thing from Paul Walker. <laughs> except except <laughs> keep your mother's best friends away from him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bill Peterson is is trying to give him a way out. He's yes. saying, uh, if if you help me, you can get out of this scot free, 
And what you need to do is you need to betray the current head of the skulls. And you be, who is right. Paul Walker's be, dad. Which is Paul Walker's dad. And yeah. you'd be helping me out if you yeah. did that. Because, right, because Bill because Peterson wants to be the, the chair. Club. You'll get so your he, scotch there free. We go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so then Joshua Jackson does a couple things. I think he follows some people, uh, tries to find out where he can get the security footage of what happened in the Skull's secret hideout. Paul Walker kicks his ass for some reason. He breaks up with... Because he's a dominant he, alpha well, male. That's true, yeah. He, he also goes back to his high school friends and gets them involved, and they are they're clearly connected in the way that they're able to get hold of some pretty high-end spy shit. Yeah, they hack the mainframe, for sure. They hack sure. the yeah. mainframe. They dress up in, in masks and drop in, like, Mission Impossible style with, uh... So, yeah, like, drop feels yeah, like a yes. prequel to the town. So, yes. They, they even exactly. have Joshua the, the Jackson townies. starts a plan. That's right. And he yeah. gets... So, uh, he knows that yeah, they're starting... You start, remembered the movie you just <laughs> watched start, a few minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> they're starting to come after Joshua Jackson and, like, set him up for this, and he kind of knows what's going on. So he does... <laughs> He does a fake breakup with Chloe, so it, so that they'll yep. not go after Another Chloe. Another thing that makes no sense. Well, mm-hmm. he, I think it makes sense because he knows Explain. they're going to go after him and Chloe. They went after Will, right? One of the two people he knows at Yale. Okay, keep going. And one so he thinks they're going to go after. Ooh, keep thinks going. They're going to go after Chloe, so to right. protect her, they do the public breakup in the. Uh, big mess hall or whatever. Exactly. And, and, Mead hall. And Paul Walker says, hey, that's the right thing to do, you know, like, keep her out of this. So he does that to protect her. Moments later, we have the steamy sex scene, Steam. and she says... That's some good smut. And she says, there's Mike's no awake. way I'm gonna let you do this on your own, and she continues to help him. Yes. So again, yes, a scene does. that makes no sense. I can't no leave sense. you alone. Yeah, yeah a, a scene that makes no sense. There's no... It's there's no reason for him to do that. figurative, steamy sex scene. That's what I'm there's saying. There's steam everywhere. Uh, and the oh, breakup yeah. part, like... It's like the flash mob of breakups. It's clearly yeah. staged in yeah. rehearsed. It looks like so staged. The whole cafeteria stops talking. I didn't buy it for a second. But going back to the steamy sex scene, that was for sure a golden shower, right, Mike? <laughs> Mike? So the skulls are have sent people after Joshua Jackson, and we have that scene where he's kind of cornered, and as Andreas said, he had enlisted his friends to come in and help him, and he kind of has them trapped, and it's a real the town preview type of scene mm. I would say mm. where he they had masks he, on they're yeah. like uh, they're like give us the tape they know he has the security tape uh, and, um, and the guys are dressed in masks and they're hidden in the trash cans and they come in with bats and they hit the guys it's pretty bold because they're going bats versus guns in this mm-hmm. scene yes mm-hmm. but a sneak attack always the pro- the provost, always wins provost is carrying a gun in this scene he's putting himself at great <laughs> risk skull <laughs> skull above all skull others above any other yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right yeah, that was, it's just like thinking about people that ran your college back in the day, just like walking around with guns, killing yeah. students is oh, just yeah. insane. When they get the security tape from inside the school's headquarters, we see kind of what happened of Will's death. We realize that Paul Walker didn't kill him. This isn't something that yes. he needed to be guilty for, nope. that he was still alive and he had a contusion, which they referenced earlier. Yeah, brain contusion. Brain contusion. <laughs> <laughs> lethal, lethal brain contusion. We just got to put him out of his misery. No, but, and then you realize Paul Walker, not that bad of a guy. Yeah. He also, on the phone call, like Dre alluded to, was like, let's call 911, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. It establishes Paul Walker as someone who didn't have much culpability here other than yes. making him, you know, maybe concussed or something, yes. yep. you know. But he and had, we were totally like, totally accidental. He had yeah. murdered yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And he was trying to do the right thing, so. 
So then when they go to show this tape to the cops, we see it gets erased. And so now we're like, shit, like who who's in on this? Who's not in on this? Everyone's in on yeah. it together. I thought that was a cool scene because it's like right when Joshua Jackson is like acting all paranoid. And then you have like the camera movements like all over the room, like the really weird close ups. Great, great camera yeah. work. The, yeah. the camera is twisting back and forth. You're starting to be like, what is happening? Yeah. Or, you know, like you're thinking just, like, what is he just paranoid? It's really accentuating the paranoia. Yeah, absolutely. Love that scene. Then like, they send him to a psychiatric hospital. Well, they so they get into a car chase and they eventually That's after he leaves the the psychiatric. Well, they have hospital. one before, don't they? Isn't no. there two? Oh, okay. When they break him out of the psychiatric hospital, that's when. That's they have when a car they get chase. into the car chase, and we see the senator, the skulls guy, who wants to take over the skulls from uh, Paul I Walker's do, dad. I do, I do, I do. Uh, we see him help uh, help them, and tells them like you know, just we live by the rules, we die by the rules. Tell them to remember that. And so Joshua Jackson comes to the skulls headquarters and comes in. Their with, private island comes in with the whatever, private Idaho the rules actually. book and says, <laughs> "Oh, I've Idaho. got to challenge him." Did I miss the whole like car scene chase and then like the sanatorium and then like the whole "I will, I'll, I'll help you find Luke. I'll help you get Luke. I'll get you. I do. I, I will." No, I think you just touched on it pretty well. Right? And we And then when we you met the sparrow and, and the sparrow sh- shot the provost. <laughs> Joshua Jackson challenges Paul Walker to a duel, and his dad says, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> his dad's like, you know, you're, you're screwed. He, uh, uh, he's a crack shot. Which they know. establish earlier in the movie. He's mm-hmm. a crock of shit. <laughs> so, so they do the paces, and they're walking for the duel. And Josh- also, they have like seven like pistols from the 1700s that they yeah. have to use. Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't think that would kill anybody now. Secret society. Ow, bro. you shot <laughs> yeah. me. My missiles. <laughs> really old it's just like it's like like a bad bb gun like ow um so they're doing the paces and joshua jackson tells uh paul walker like hey by the way like he was still alive yeah and so he's like questioning and he asks his dad was will still alive and he says i wouldn't lie to you son no he's not and so they're doing the paces and joshua jackson is trying to convince him like all you gotta do is tell the truth it'll all be fine like mid paces (laughs) And then they get to turn, they get ready to shoot, and Joshua Jackson just drops his gun and puts his hands down and says, just tell the truth, it'll all be over, it's okay. And Paul Walker's like hesitating to shoot, and his dad yells, shoot him, Caleb, shoot him! Shoot him! The goalie! And, that, and then he gets out a hockey stick, and Joshua Jackson slings a puck and knocks him unconscious, and that's the move. And Bill Peterson says, well done, son. <laughs> Which... Could be Josh Jackson's father. And then... Uh, yeah, you get the idea that pretty much everything in the movie was orchestrated by Bill Peterson. The senator, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because he wanted... Josh he wanted, Jackson's father. He wanted to be Josh Jackson's father. <laughs> and Nelson. he's like, call me daddy. Call me father. <laughs> call me father. There call me is. grandfather. There it is. Grandfather. <laughs> Robert Loja Bonajuice. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie ends with Paul Walker attempting to kill himself. The end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's happening, 5GFA fans? Have you ever wondered, how are these guys so friggin' jacked when they record these episodes? Well, it's definitely not because we love these movies. It's because we're constantly chugging Crank T. Nelson. Crank T. Nelson is the premier iced tea energy drink, now available in stores that sell Crank T. Nelson. Crank T. Nelson packed with caffeine, taurine, ginseng, way too much vitamin B, meth, Adderall, and so much cocaine, even McSullivan would say, no more cocaine, no more cocaine. All while maintaining that pure, earthy, leafy, iced tea flavor you've grown accustomed to pretending you like. Crank T. Nelson, get cranked. 
Crank T. Nelson is not safe for anyone over 18, anyone under 18, anyone over 21, under 21. Do not drink Crank T. Nelson. Let's jump into categories. Woo. Woo. Why don't we start with the best scene I saw? Kyle, what was the best scene you saw in Skulls? The first Skulls party that we see where Joshua Jackson meets Craig T. Nelson and Bill Peterson, the heads of this prestigious secret society that he's just been admitted to. And Joshua Jackson proceeds to discuss how he spent Thanksgiving at Pizza Hut and shoots pigeons in his spare time, like the towny <laughs> trash he is. Uh, but on top of that, we get an incredible musical introduction that Brandon alluded to of Creed's Hire. Yes. Lucas McNamara, right? Yeah, how did you know that? I know everything about you. <laughs> Care to dance? But the, the Creed's Hire just elevates the whole scene it in movie it for higher. me. It does. It elevates it higher. And it, it places it in this great time capsule of like, I like this song and this scene so much because it reminds me of the year 2000. But like Aaron alluded to also... It's it's Creed and it's yeah, higher and it's like an if, interesting if I don't have that nostalgic viewpoint, it is atrocious it's, to be using that song in like this super sexy like yeah. high profile money. And like, just just to add to that, the line right before Creed starts playing is "Speaking of love," yeah. is what Paul Walker says. <laughs> the ladies and then, walk in, and then the ladies walk in. Boom. Yeah. Creed. Brando, what was the best scene you saw? At first, I had that one down too, but I feel like I've talked about the Creed hire scene enough. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with the uh, heist of the snake weather vane. I just thought that was cool. A lot of stuff that's mm -hmm. stupid in it and I still have questions about, but uh, it's a nice, it's a fun heist scene. It's edited super quick. It's like a, you know, it's a very um, quick shot. Like you kind of know what's going on, but not really. You kind of get an idea of the space that they're in, but not really. Um, but I just, I just like a good heist scene. It's, it's mm -hmm. one of the only scenes of actual peril, which if this was your first viewing and you're seeing them hang, when they fall, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. But they fall into water. Exactly. okay. And it's, and it's still lighthearted enough at mm -hmm. this point in the movie where it's still a fun scene. And mm -hmm. this is the scene where you realize they are soulmates. These two guys, they did, take the leap of faith across the mold. They're, they're pulling on oh. each other's snakes in this scene. Yeah. 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 They are pulling snakes. And that's snakes. something that I find interesting. <laughs> Dre, best scene. So the best scene I saw was with uh, William Peterson. It's a scene where he Joshua... finally got it. Taking some time, but now I've, I've studied it yeah. thoroughly. So Joshua Jackson comes into the diner to meet William Peterson to sit down with him. It's the second time we see William Peterson's character, but before Joshua Jackson comes in, you see William Peter Peterson uh, pour some fresh milk into a. To, into a cup of coffee and as soon as he pours milk in yeah, that's right. he calls the waitress over and says excuse me can I get a new cup of coffee and some fresh milk <laughs> <laughs> and this the scene for me it just makes me very it, it, it charts the course for this character I just I can't figure out what the movie is trying to tell me about it. Is it is it trying to tell me that this is that he's just a dick that just wants to to make the, the waiter like a, you know, like 
just to lord over her? Yeah, it's a dick move. He doesn't take <laughs> take a sip of it and then see if it tastes bad. I thought. See, I thought he was ordering it for Joshua Jackson. I thought so too. No, because she says I'm sorry and like, like it would have right been away, yeah. like, oh. funny yeah. if he said. Give me a new coffee. This one has milk in it. <laughs> just, just like, I don't know how this milk got in here. He me the, like, and he's just trying to yeah. save like the 15 cents of that coffee that's going to cost. But this is kind of the theme for this character because throughout, he is he's kind of a good guy, but then he's kind of a bad guy. He like at the, at the end of the movie, he also uh, is is trying to manipulate Joshua Jackson's character. Little Mikey, what was the best scene you saw? Uh, the best scene I saw was a toss-up between the ending credits and the golden shower funeral. Joel, what were the best scenes you saw? Best scene I saw was when Joshua Jackson's hometown friends helped him uh, get out of a, a nice little pickle he got himself into. Um, they they had planned a nice little setup, mm-hmm. and his friends were hiding and Cut came behind the skull's henchmen and uh, hit him with bats, and they got away. Um, I couldn't help, but maybe this was some symbolism of these were his like kind of uh, middle class townie friends that were helping him kind of revolt against these upper class elite skulls guys. A L- little symbolism there, maybe. I don't know. Mm, I like Interesting. it. <laughs> Best scene I saw was uh, the the liar's den scene, where they're very erotic. Yeah, I really like that scene. I like all the scenes in the skulls compound, especially the beginning of the movie before the movie starts getting dark and not fun. Um, <laughs> It's cool seeing that. It's cool seeing it from a perspective of, I'd like to be in a secret society like that. It seems pretty cool. Early on, it definitely has that vibe of like, wow, like I want to be in. I remember yeah. when I was younger, seeing this first time, like, dude, I want to be in the school. Like, yeah, this college awesome. is going to be awesome. <laughs> this is how it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to join. Is this like what frats are yeah. like? Is All that I have what to do is get be? into Yale. <laughs> Yeah, they'll, they'll approach me. I don't even really have to try. Like, they're going to seek me out. If you were in a secret society, would you tell us? Let's move on to how do you do that? How do you do what you do to me? My how do you do that is how did the row team win the race with a broken oar? Great. Such it, bullshit. It never really, would have happened. It really does. I'm not, I don't follow rowing actively, but I just cannot imagine that when you go from having eight people rowing to seven, you are not able to pull through. Big disadvantage. I, yeah, I am a rowing expert, and I don't know how they did that. <laughs> yeah, you you don't watch it actively. You're more of a passive fan. Yeah, you know, yeah, you look yeah, at the box right. scores the next day and kind of read up on <laughs> the what's happening, but you're not oh, there for the I match. mean, I doubt Oh, I man, doubt McNamara <laughs> made up two lengths on the final lap. Wow. The lap of rowing. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, how do you do that? My how do you do that is how did McNamara have the audacity to grab a customer by the ruff of his neck for making a completely reasonable complaint about the presentation of his oatmeal. Customer? You mean student? It was a customer. He was working in a fucking dining hall. The guy was paying for his fucking oatmeal, and he had a shit plate of oatmeal. My how do you do that? How did 16-year-old Paul Walker seduce his mom's friend? And we brought in a porn expert to give us a few scenarios (laughs) on how... A 16-year-old might seduce an older woman. So, yes, Mike, hello. why don't you uh, fill us in? Well, there are a couple ways that George Bush Jr. could seduce a, a, a 47-year-old woman. Um, first, he could take his shirt off. And surprisingly, with George Bush Jr., you know, the scars 
really aren't visible given the car accident that he had that um, ultimately really changed his life forever. Joel, how do you do that? My how do you do that is how did Will? Uh, how did Will start and get all his information on the skulls? So in his investigation, I want to know how. He was taking pictures. I mean, we know that he broke into Paul Walker's car. Like, how did he even know to break in? Like, he, he had to have more information and was surveilling the Skulls headquarters. So I want to know just kind of how he did his full-on investigation. Yeah, he's he's a pretty reporting. terrible investigator. Where he's just, like, leaving <laughs> yeah. a trail, breaking into He's no Carmen Sandiego. No, no. I'm still wondering. <laughs> where is he? Where though? in Carmen the world? Yeah, nobody knows. No. Kyle! How'd he do that? How did they only play Creed's Hire one time? <laughs> In 90s movies like Fear, directors took yes. chances. They made risks. They took bold direction. Mm-hmm. And then you hit the 2000s. You're going to like this song. You're going to then be like, oh, I really like this song. Then you're going to say, I hate this song because it's been in this movie three times. (laughs) That's the fear (laughs) formula. And it works. I really wish. I mean, they already paid for the rights to this incredible song. And it really would have elevated the movie. Uh, Taking it higher, you might say. Give me one more example where it could have been, Kyle. So the duel scene, when Paul Walker's about to off himself, you start playing the higher scene. Joshua Jackson slow-mo tackles him out of the mm-hmm. way, and then they get up. They do like a, you know, bicep, like, yeah. fist bump. I, right. I, yeah. think, I think also the title sequence at the end, when you have time to kind of contemplate yeah. everything that's gone down, you're yeah. p- putting all the pieces together, and mm-hmm. then you just need that song to take you higher, to elevate yes. Exactly, yes. and then yeah. it leads into the boat scene, where they're rowing on the water, oh, credits, like, come on. Yeah, what? as he walks away from the senator, it starts yeah. slowly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or, you know, we go backwards a little bit, the scene where Joshua Jackson at 3 a.m. stumbles in the room, finds Will, he's Holy hung himself. Shit. Can you take <laughs> me high? No, someone help me, please. <laughs> well, then, let's move on to That Had to Hurt. Dre, That Had to Hurt. My That Had to Hurt is in the very beginning of the movie. It is the first time we meet Paul Walker's character. He shows up at the regatta, and uh, he he sits up in his car to watch the race. And behind him is a girl <laughs> who isn't able to see the race because Paul Walker's in the way. And she's <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. She says, "I can't see anything." And he says, "You'll have to imagine. You'll have to imagine the race." That had to hurt, for sure. (laughs) Oh, God. Fucking alpha. Well, he, you know, he just banged her. He doesn't need anything else. Why is she still there? But also, like, why does she want to see this rowing thing from the shore in a car? Mm -hmm. She's not interested. We're not interested. Yeah. 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 That scene's too long. Yeah. I had to hurt that she got dragged to a rowing (laughs) rowing scene, you know, to watch. That had to hurt. It's true. My that had to hurt is Joshua Jackson when the tape gets erased at the cops. And he, there's so much has been built in this. He thinks he finally has a case. They have the tape. They have the proof that they killed Will. Um, and he gives it to the cops. They think they have the skulls, skulls right where they want them. And he gets to the cops and they go to play it. And it's just one of the guys, one of the cops says, oh, I haven't, that's a lot of snow or something. And it's just blank. And they erase the tape. Just had to hurt, man. My that had to hurt. It had to hurt when Will, who survived the fall, then had his neck snapped. Um, 
<laughs> you <laughs> could know. say you broke it twice. Yeah. <laughs> like you made it, you survived it. You're like, oh fuck. This, I can't believe I'm alive. Can, <laughs> like, can we can we talk about that fall really quick? Yeah. It's like a three foot fall. Yeah. Yeah. If he just put his arms out, he would yeah. touch the floor. Yeah. Like, why? Why did he not just put his arms out? I he feel should like have had a sprained ankle or something. Yeah. yeah. But I he, feel like he it's fell an instinctual, neck, didn't he? Yes, but I feel like it's an instinctual reaction to put your arms out when you fall. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. oh my, I gotta break the brace the fall with my head. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, that had to hurt. Leslie Bibb uh, meeting up with uh, Paul Walker in the hallways of the university. Uh, she finds out that she was just a notch on Paul Walker's very, very long belt. <laughs> when he comes up to yes. her and says, did we date? She responds with, once or twice, you obviously found it as unforgettable as I did. But you know, that was the highlight of her college yeah. career. Yeah, well, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah. She didn't say forgettable. She said as unforgettable. Yeah. So this was clearly something that no. had made a really big impression on her. I got, the, I got the idea it was sarcasm, but like I'm saying, it was the highlight of her college career at, to lay with Paul Walker, yeah. and she was just playing off the extreme hurt that she felt inside mm -hmm. by yeah. using can that we, line. Can yeah, we hypothesize that it might have been a threesome with her and his mom's best friend? <laughs> we certainly can. Let's move on to who organizes the reunion. It's so nice. Uh, Joel, who organizes the reunion? So, uh, who I think organizes the reunion is the same but different from Mike's. I'm going to use the actual name. I'm kind so. of interested in the same butt theory you got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, they have the same butt. So, in this universe, I'm going to say Caleb organizes it because I think after the saving himself from committing suicide, you're right there. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I think same Caleb is Caleb has turned a leaf, and he has the same butt as the character Mike was talking about. Mike was saying George Bush Jr., yeah. but that's Caleb in the movie, in case it yeah. wasn't clear. But yeah, I think he organizes reunion after, I think he's turned a leaf. He's getting together some of the Skulls guys saying, yeah, I don't care about all that jazz anymore. But I kind of do, because I like all the money. But yeah, I think he organizes it, gets them all back together. I think Bill Peterson organizes the reunion. He's got shady... Ulterior motives, not ulterior motives. Like old, Mike likes old to say. Not ulterior motives. <laughs> oh, also, probably brings um, scary old man. There's a there, so that's a real thing that at the end of the movie when he says, "Well done, son." It's like, is it clear? Is that mean he's Josh Jackson's dad? That's a real kind of theory on the movie. Um, so I think he organizes reunion in some capacity like that. Like he doesn't want to say I'm your dad yet, but he's trying to. Trying to mold him and push him into yeah. wherever he wants him to go. It's and also, he's got a lot of shit in the works that a reunion would be beneficial to pin people against each other. It's a weird family reunion where it's like, yeah. surprise, I'm your dad. Like, I, I want to say hi to you from afar. Well, going on that angle, knowing he's a Skulls member, we know his mom died when mm -hmm. he was one. His father is unknown. Maybe it was an affair that he got covered up by murdering the mom. Ah. You know, he couldn't have like that solely his resume. You know, yeah. so yeah. he's a bastard. A bastard. I'm John Bastard. He's Josh Yale. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, who organizes the reunion. Um, I agree with Joel. Um, the double butt theory is interesting, uh, and I got Paul Walker organizes the reunion. So it's the same butt. Yeah, it's the same butt, yeah. and we can tell. I mean, we 
you know it's it could be different but anyway long story short paul walker meets up with josh jackson every year on the day he tried to kill himself uh his botched suicide attempt <laughs> is more of a rebirth for paul walker ti exactly <clears throat> that is good um, but it's it's Joshua Jackson um, basically meeting up with Paul Walker to say, hey, we're, we're soulmates for life. You saved me from killing myself, which was a huge overreaction. My dad said one <laughs> shitty thing to me, and I picked up a gun and tried to kill myself. Uh, and the most important thing is that Joshua Jackson is is footed with the bill. Paul Walker always has to leave early to meet up with some chick and uh, on this thing that he makes to get together for his botched suicide Joshua Jackson ends up paying for the dinner. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like a free meal that he uses uh, to yeah. get by, you know, sympathizing with the fact that oh, I tried to kill myself. Uh, yeah, boring. he plays that card yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, things don't go his way. He's like, I might just go home and kill myself. <laughs> like, I was like, no, 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 stay here. No, you're cool. Like, we'll, yeah. we'll do what you want to do. Yeah, I, that bar you want to go yeah, to. Yeah, if I had to pay for this meal, I just might off myself. <laughs> we got you. You're covered. We'll, cover. we'll, we'll just split it. We'll split his meal. Yeah. Dre. Who organizes the reunion? I'm going to go with um, Lytton Mandrake ah, to organize the reunion. Yes. CTN. Uh, if he survives the shoulder wound. Yeah. <laughs> I, he does survive the shoulder <laughs> <There we wound. laughs> And he uh, comes to terms with the fact that those really harsh words at the end of the movie, uh, his lie to his son about uh, not having murdered mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will earlier in the movie, uh, it all catches up to him. He's he's grateful to to Joshua Jackson for having saved his son's life in that critical moment, and uh, he organizes the reunion. Reunion. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now we're gonna turn our attentions to ex-local fanboy Michael Hillary for Magic Mike's main minute. Hey, Michael, you're on with the five guys flicking around crew. How you doing, buddy? I don't even need a minute to talk about the school. That movie was on a Adulterated, just garbage. Like, just fucking compost that you piss on. It was terrible. Let's move on to the Clutch Award. Baby, you are so money and you don't even know it. Joel, who wins your Clutch Award? Clutch Award's gotta go to his childhood friends who help him outsmart the skulls, oh. specifically adding in Chloe who was hiding in the trash can, and her job was to jump out and lock their uh, steering wheel so they couldn't uh, follow them in the getaway car. I think that 1700s musket wins the clutch award. Mm. You don't know that thing's going to work. It's super old. <laughs> yeah. Could easily not work. Yeah. And T. Nelson still has his real shoulder. Kyle, who wins your clutch award? The guy who calls um, Joshua Jackson when A he's butthole. first... <laughs> So, it's the yeah. same butt. It's the but same different. butt. It's <laughs> God. It's the same. I can't shake it. But so, in the beginning of the movie, when Joshua Jackson is trying to get initiated, they're waiting until midnight. They go upstairs for a pizza party. Joshua Jackson, Leslie Bibb, and Will are getting ready to eat pizza, and then they get the phone call from the skulls that says, "Hey, Joshua Jackson, you need to go here." Mm. That guy was super clutch. He saved Joshua Jackson from eating that goddamn tofu pizza. <laughs> Very Who the clutch. hell orders a tofu pizza? Especially it in the 2000s. Yes. Oh, no, they, they did order that That is ahead order. of its time with the PC, you know, yeah. It's Yale. It's Yale. Tofu Very pizza. progressive. <laughs> Extremely progressive. Yeah, I just... I, yeah, it, Yale's always at the it, uh, forefront of change. Took me out of, of the movie. A little yeah. too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, super clutch. The guy who pulled him away from eating that yeah. atrocity. <laughs> 
Brando, Clutch Award. The Dumbwaiter wins the Clutch Award. It you serves, yep, that's the one. <laughs> it serves as the uh, elevator for the pizza to lure them up into Leslie Bibb's room in the beginning. And then it's her getaway at the, uh, I guess, middle of the movie. Uh, when she's trying to when she's trying to escape from the inept uh, skulls henchmen, yeah. Uh, my clutch award goes to whoever organized the first stage of the recruitment process. It was extremely well choreographed in terms of just knowing how long it was going to take for uh, for yeah. our guy to get to all these different stages. It's true, and just knowing how much of this like liquid drug was necessary to get all of the different recruits to wake up at the exact same time in the coffins. Yeah, very impressive. Very impressive. They probably all have different metabolisms Clutch. too. Exactly. So like you have to know like their you know their body mass index and all that mm-hmm. stuff and be like they need this much of the mm-hmm. roofie right. or whatever. Only it is. so much Ipecac for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> My clutch award goes to the driver who didn't annihilate McNamara on his bike as he was plowing through a stop sign to make an unprotected left-hand turn. Yeah, I thought that was, we haven't really touched on that scene, but I thought it was incredibly badass. Like, I've Mm. always wanted to have my friend pull up in his car, grab the side of it, and just, like, cruise on my bike a lot. Like, it was pretty pimp. But, yeah, it also would have been cool to see him get paralyzed and do a different movie. Let's move to quotes. Joel, what do you got for quotes? Uh, my favorite quote is the end of the movie after they do the duel and Joshua Jackson saves um, Paul Walker's life when he's trying to commit suicide. And Joshua Jackson is talking to the senator and the senator's like, oh, we did it. You know, we're going to get this new, you know, wave of Skull's recruits and you can help me. And Joshua Jackson says, no, like I'm out. And then uh, the senator is saying all these things like, you know, down the road, like, if I call on you like to help me for this or that, like, and he says, will you deny me? And Joshua Jackson says, watch me. And then he walks away and the senator says, well done, son. Well done. So you like the ambiguity of William Peterson's character and his <laughs> Fuck motives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, quotes. Andreas uh, touched on this quote earlier. Uh, best quote of the movie is in the first five minutes. Caleb, I can't see the race. Imagine it. (laughs) Just total alpha response. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, sit down, bitch, is what he says. (laughs) (laughs) And it's incredible. Um, And then the other one I have, not as great, but the the cop, uh, when he's talking to Joshua Jackson, goes, I'll get back to you unless you get back to me first, Mm. which was just a good line from the cop of like, hey, you know, I'm on to you, but also this movie doesn't have a lot of good quotes. So <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of grasping the straws there, but it worked. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. Brandon, quotes. Andreas touched on this one too. I like when the movers are in Will's room and he says, you want I should move this? It's just like, again, like there's no way that that was written that way. Like we're going to no. make this mover be Russian or yeah. whatever he might be. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of weird. I like to hear that. Your blouse. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like that one. And then I also like this one that Joel touched on when um, Joshua Jackson comes to the police station with the tape and they put it in and they're watching this like attempted murder that they might see on on the tape and the district attorney is just like, I haven't seen so much so since my last ski trip. (laughs) That's like way to like bring the comedy when we're talking about attempted (laughs) attempted murder case. No, God's cocaine. Throughout the movie, I liked the the, the occurrences of just kind of lazy writing. Uh, I mean, of course- There's several. you want I should pack these two is a good yeah. one. Another one is, you're gonna be okay, okay? Nah, 
You're gonna be okay, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one was good. When they're driving in the car. Yeah. It's just like, just take the few extra seconds it takes to just rewrite that without the double okay. Just, uh, You're gonna be okay, I promise. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. It's that. a feature film. People are gonna show up Pay money You're to gonna see this be movie. fine, okay? You're gonna <laughs> be okay, <laughs> all right? Just change one word. Okay, yeah. look, you're gonna be okay, okay. <laughs> you're gonna be okay, okay. Okay, here's the thing, okay? Look, okay? Fine. No, okay. no, I got it. Get yeah. to get keep to the going. point. Keep no, going. Keep... <laughs> Mike. My favorite quote from the movie was from the CSI guy uh, when he says, "I'll take you to Luke. I will. I'll take you to Luke." Let's move on to what? what takes me out of the movie. What takes me out of the flick? Kyle, what takes you out of skulls? Uh, what takes me out of skulls <laughs> is what we were just talking about, the coffin scene. They get like nine guys drugged all over mm -hmm. this campus and they... I guess throw them in a van? If it was a movie where they drug nine women, we'd be talking a completely different story. It'd be like, how inappropriate. Yeah. And, That's and, just a double standard that we and, have to live with. And we with. see two hooded guys that are really Jesus. doing all of this, I guess. So two guys mm. carried these nine bodies or senators and judges and all of these <laughs> elite adults around the yeah. neighborhood piled in a Imagine van. Imagine being like, and like four judges were arrested in yeah. robes dragging. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> not Joshua Jackson like Go out into the forest and drink this. It's like you're on the third story of some building. We have to take you down the stairs, yeah. out the alley. Like, So what took me out of the movie is just the fact that they didn't get caught. This mm -hmm. secret society uh, is able to get nine you know, studs in a coffin. Brandon? Brandon, what takes you out of the movie? I have a couple things that take me out of the movie. Uh, one of them is the psych psychiatric facility that the skulls own, apparently. <laughs> and like anybody that like disagrees with them or they think is like dangerous or they just don't want to deal with, they can just that's, send them to get drugged up for the rest of their that's life. That's why we're putting Mike when this up. is over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that makes going. sense. So that like completely took me out of the movie. But then they ship him off there and then they break him out. And that's all within the span of like two minutes. So it's like, mm -hmm. why even introduce him in the first place? Mm -hmm. It's yeah, so quick. And they also don't really have to break him out uh, no they, they show up there and they're just like hey we're getting out of here don't because they're with bill it. peterson so he's yeah. like a high up skull so he can just be like all right take him out so that took me out of the movie but also just how incompetent the skull henchmen are like it's you like have austin powers like they never got anyone they yeah. always lost whoever they they're went terrible <laughs> they're terrible like these this is supposed to be like the most elite secret society in the world and like they're getting outsmarted by a couple kids from town like yeah. like no but they have Everyone has the upper hand on them. And that just makes no... Like, how has the secret society not been taken down sooner, if that's the case? Where it's a female can outrun them. Yeah, that's... And best unacceptable. Them. Completely Unacceptable. Dre, <laughs> yeah. what takes you out of the movie? So what took me out of the movie was seeing Paul Walker shoot his dad at the end of the movie. Um, what takes me out of the movie is Will being so anti the skulls. Uh, that's not really established well. Right. Um... To have this rift, and we assume Josh Jackson's been his friend for a long time, or at least since they've been in college or a couple of years, and it just he's so anti this organization. That's a yeah. secret society. So yeah. that took me out of the movie. Could have been a little more. It just it was a convenient way to get a plot going, right? Versus like an actual real like yeah, I can understand being right out of developed and like understanding yeah. people's motivations right. and why right. they do the things they do. It's just that's his perspective. So sure. sure, that's just like your opinion, man. Hey, man, Joel. 
What takes you out of the movie? Once Joshua Jackson kind of figures out that something, you know, something's off with Will's death, um, it's a little confusing to kind of keep track of who's on which side, you know, uh, between the provost, the cops, different people in the skulls. Like, can you really trust them? Can you not? Like, once the cop erases the tape, it's like, shit, so you can't trust that guy. But then later, like, the cop shoots Shooter McGavin, and it's like, shit, so you can trust that guy. And it's like, the senator, it's like, okay, yeah, I think you can trust him, but, like, can you? Like, so it's just a little yeah. confusing on I what's felt, going on. I the felt moral like ambiguity. They tied too many characters to the skulls. Skull. Like, in the beginning of the movie, it's like, you're one of, like, 320 members yes. or whatever. And, like, by the end of it, it's like, who's not a fucking yeah, member shit. of this shit? <laughs> who's like, not on their payroll? Like, you know, who the fuck? Yeah, I think they should have done a better job of just establishing this is elite. We don't have, like, a fucking psych ward that we run. We don't have, like, every cop in the city in our pocket. Like, we've, you know. We've got connections know. here, but yeah. we're not but they're very everywhere. Sp- they're very specific because they say we have 320 members internationally. <laughs> yeah. not even in this yeah. county yeah. like yeah. this is the world uh-huh. we've got yeah. 300 in this county and then about 20 yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. else 320 in the world. internationally 326 galactic Canadian <laughs> chapter how disappointing a home with so many holes and not enough white filling to go around your spouse must be so dissatisfied well worry no more from the same guys that brought you all walker we've got all cocker a home cocking service You've probably got that same old cock lying around in your garage that you've had for years. Your wife has seen you use it, and she is not impressed. Let our professionals take care of all your cocking needs. Get it? It's a cuck service. Our guys come by and bang your wife under the guise of being cock experts. That's cock like the stuff you fill your walls with, but in reality, they're doing cock stuff with your wife. Cock is in penises. That's all cocker. Brought to you by Fast and Furious 11 in theaters now. Let's move on to McMulligan. Brandon, what do you got for McMulligan? Um, I just would have loved to see more behind the scenes stuff with the skulls, uh, just a little bit more of like their kind of like machinations and what's going on with them because you don't really get to learn. You just learn about them as the plot goes on for the convenience of the plot. So you like learn about the rules in real time as it's like, Oh, like we have this rule. We should Mm -hmm. like challenge them to a duel. Like the movie just follows Joshua Jackson too much and doesn't give us enough information about the skulls. So I just would have liked a little bit more. Yeah. Like maybe a, if we're talking about a genre swap, maybe like a documentary style. Oh. They give him the book and they say, there's a rule for every possible situation <laughs> say that. ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. It's like, well. You know, maybe that'll be helpful, and yeah. they just use it that one time for that one yep. rule. Yeah, and the yeah. other rule. I'd it's like, like to 119 see. Like, and it's a very sh- small book not, for not having every book. rule for yeah. every. Yeah, everything's yeah, in there. He, he cites like like page one fifteen, line B, row like eighteen, and it's like this is thick. This is an yeah. encyclopedia, yeah. and somehow they fit it in a pocket size. Yeah. Maybe book. maybe it's like biblical text. It's just really 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 thin paper. Yeah. Yeah. Sanskrit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so paper thin. Paper just like, thin. Paper thin. Papyrus. Yeah. Going off what Brandon said, I my McMulligan is keep traject trajecting up. I would have liked to see the movie keep going and You'd like, like a, it to be higher. Celebratory, take <laughs> me higher. <laughs> I wanted to see more of the skulls uh, living the good life. I think that's a more fun movie than this bullshit plot that has to like ruin the party. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my McMulligan. Yeah. Dre McMulligan. So I would have liked to have seen more a continuation of the uh, of the escort creed scene because it, it <laughs> yeah you would it, 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 <laughs> you little it, horn dog I, I think it was a good opportunity to continue the theme of this uh, moral ambivalence that you have going on in the movie I mean at, at this point we have uh, Joshua Jackson he's clearly dating uh, Chloe Leslie Bibb the Bibster Leslie, Leslie Bibb of oh, Leslie's bibs. But what happens with this girl that knows everything about him that he's dancing with and that he, uh-huh. you know, he, he sees his friend walking out with two? What is he? What are his intentions with this girl? What happens in the next scene? We just never know. Mikey, what's your uh, McMulligan, buddy? My McMulligan is a reminder. This is a college movie. There are no hijinks. There are no beer bongs. There are no regular bongs. There's not a lot of drinking in this movie. There, is, is I mean, there? this is one of the most boring college movies that I've ever point. seen. The, the fact that they could have shown, you know, a more human side to the Yale student population by saying, hey, man, they play beer pong or Beirut, you know, whatever they call it mm-hmm. out there. And I just, just in think the background that, of some like, scenes. They yeah. really could have humanized their, popu- their student population more by showing a more common. College. You're obviously not a Yale man, though. I mean, <laughs> it's pronounced no. Yaleman. 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 <laughs> Yaleman. They show them ordering tofu pizza, which I know you'd love. My McMulligan is I would have loved to add just a little montage of a couple of the other guys in there running from payphone to payphone like around campus and, and getting drugged um, before before they go into the coffin scene. Like I would have loved to seen a montage of Paul Walker and how he got just like, well, just like where dudes he went passing out. Yeah. Over campus. <laughs> just like a little one, like a guy answering a phone and drinking. You don't have to show him passing out, but like showing that it is a big campus wide thing that the they're implication doing. Of what's going on. Uh, my McMulligan is the sepia tone that they put over this whole movie. I mean, the golden shower tone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's completely uh, bothersome and ugly. And I feel like a lot of why this movie doesn't work is because they didn't just take advantage of the beautiful scenery that they had on the campus. Yeah, New Haven. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, Did it was they filmed film in Toronto. No, Toronto. They filmed it at the what? University of Toronto. Ooh. Either way, beautiful. Let's move on to sending out an SOS. Spinoff, origin or sequel? Joel, what do you got for SOS? I want to see an origin story. An orgy this, story. And, uh, I mean, every one of us wants to see an orgy story, but specifically oh, yeah. of how the origin story of the orgies in Yale with the skulls got started hundreds of years ago. President Taft went to Yale. I want to see him starting the skulls. Were there any other presidents who went to Yale? Um, I would just like to stick with President Taft and Good focus on question. him. Um, Henry Winkler went to Yale. The Fonz? So the Fonz. I'd love to see his time there. Was there hey. any other? My SOS, I got a couple of them. <laughs> one is, I want to see an origin story where they're at Eden Hall. Nice. Oh, yeah. The other one is a uh, <laughs> is a spinoff where this takes place at San Diego State <laughs> instead of <laughs> Yale. And uh, it's just the Aztec Club, and it's just yeah. like fucking chillers just uh, yeah. going to 4.0, slamming Sandos. Poncho Villas? Little Poncho Villas. <laughs> Does he play Little volleyball? Does he play volleyball and No, nah, none of that shit, know. dude. He's just in a fucking frat. He's got big oh, biceps, but like yeah. not much else going on muscle-wise, because he just does Cali oh, burritos Super every tan. night, bro. The girls are all tan and blonde, and it's, it's a big STD fest. 
Um, I'd like to see the Paul Walker origin story, specifically the ages of 14 to 18. So, so we can see the bedding. Oh, yeah. We can see the bedding of his mother's best friend. I have a lot of questions about how it happened, the seduction. Let's move on to genre swap. All right. I'll tell you what you're doing. Pull the old switcheroo. My genre swap is a fun youth sports movie centered around rowing. Josh Jackson plays the lead, obviously. Uh, he's forced to give up his spot on the rowing team to Paul Walker because he'd always make a better coach than a player. Mm. This movie already has a coach in place in Craig T. Nelson. So he's mm. the Gordon Bombay in this movie. Yeah. And it's them defeating the bad guys who are black but are from some school that's made up, so we don't really offend anyone. My, uh, my genre swap is going to be a homoerotic coming-of-age yes. movie where Joshua Jackson explores his sexuality in the college setting, as we all have. Let's move on to Blu-ray price. How much would you pay if the only way you could ever watch this movie was to own the Blu-ray? Joel, what's your Blu-ray price? When I saw it when I was younger, I remember really enjoying it. Loved the just get, getting Josh Jackson and Paul Walker and peak peak acting time for them. But rewatching this At now, the time you knew this was their peak? <laughs> it was, exactly. But at the time now, you know, just eh, didn't, didn't love it. So I'm just going five bucks. That's it. Well, I like this movie a lot more than Joel, and I'm going to go with $6. Oh. Uh, I saw it three times as a kid in theaters, so that's $2 per. I'm into that. I'd watch this again for nostalgic purposes. It's not a great movie, though, so $6. Kyle, what do you got? Um, I don't know if Brandon can see this on my computer, but I put $7. <laughs> Fuck you. Wow. Fuck you. That's true. You did. <laughs> Um, uh, I got more money than Aaron. Uh, got inducted into the skulls. They sent me 20k, and you I got in. <laughs> I'm willing to go seven dollars on this. Jeez, you got in. Um, after after a bunch of unsuccessful attempts to watch this for free today, I spent four dollars of Devin's money to watch it. And uh, did you really? So you know, seven dollars. I'd like to see it again, but you know, getting to pay someone else's four dollars today. That's Plus nice seven up. in the future, it's like eleven dollars. I feel comfortable with that number because sure. I think it's a really good bad movie. Brandon, what's your Blu-ray price? Too rich for my blood, so I'm out. I can't raise it to eight. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go two bucks. It's like I didn't see it when You're I was a kid. You're gonna drop a deuce on this. Movie. I'm gonna drop a deuce. Uh, I didn't see it when I was a kid. It doesn't really do anything for me now. It's not quite to the level where it's so bad it's good. It's just more like, nah, I don't want to see this. Great. Blu-ray press. So I think somebody would actually have to pay me to see this movie again. Mm. But if I had the opportunity to watch it again with Kyle, <laughs> I'd pay one twenty-five. This movie was straight trash. Zero dollars. Let's wrap things up with would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? Would this movie work as a McSullivan vehicle? I thought about it a lot, and I think, honestly, there's only one way this works as a McSullivan vehicle, and it's if McSullivan is in charge of a rival secret society. So That's interesting. I, I have it working with McSullivan being in charge of the rival secret society called... Scorpions. The Bones. <laughs> oh, and uh, like so, so they're the secret society on Yale for the burnouts. And by burnouts, I mean the people that actually know how to party. 
So they don't have to wear tuxes to their parties. The townies of the world. Yeah, they they just wear whatever the fuck they want. They show up, Hawaiian shirts, sandals. down-to-earth Yale crowd. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, so McSullivan went to Yale when Craig T. Nelson... Craig T. Nelson... He went to Yale when Craig T. Nelson went to Yale. And, and he, he calls him little bitch boy. And so he's in charge of the skulls. And whenever he says, oh, hey, little bitch boy, how are the skulls doing? Your yeah. little, you know, secret society you started. That's really cute. You guys, like, brand them and everything. Well, guess what? Our initiation is for every kid that tries to be a part of the Bones, you have to go sleep with one of the wives of an alumni of the Skulls. My McSullivan, yes, this movie does work as a McSullivan vehicle. Mm-hmm. The exact same story, but it takes place instead of Yale Secret Society, New Orleans Police Academy. <laughs> so, same kind of shit, just so, at the New Orleans N-O Police Academy. baby. Who would McSullivan play? Josh Jackson, but also with the sexual prowess of Paul Walker. This does definitely work as a McSullivan vehicle. The movie starts on a very somber tone when word spreads that Pop's nephew, Will, has been murdered. Off the clock, Pop's and Mac head to Yale when Mac suspects foul play because he hears about a contusion on the back of the head. You see, McSullivan has attempted to hang himself multiple times and says the only contusion he would have had is if the rope broke and he hit himself on something, but the rope didn't break. So Mac and Pops infiltrate the skulls. Mac is immediately swooned by the 20K deposited in his bank account, the car with working windows that they give him, and this leads to incredible tension between Pops... (laughs) (laughs) Pops me. Uh, This leads to incredible tension between Pops and Mac. Because Pops is still trying to catch his nephew's killer, and Mac is more concerned with the orgies he's been having with Paul Walker and the Yale babes. The movie ends with a duel between Pops and McSullivan, where McSullivan shoots Pops in the chest. When Pops is on the ground dying, McSullivan snaps out of his daze and realizes what he's done. Luckily, Pops' pace- pacemaker stops the bullet, and they go back to New Orleans, never finding out who the killer was, but McSullivan gaining new STDs and an Eskimo brother for life in Paul Walker. Man, wow. Pops is getting too old for this shit. <laughs> Way too old. Really I gotta is. say. He really is. Brandon. Popsmaker doesn't work as well as it used to. Popsmaker. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Five Guys Flicking Around. We want to thank Dre uh, for taking care of Mike and bringing him along here. Um, kudos to you. This isn't an easy task. You've been uh, assigned here, and uh, thank you so much. Thank you for having us on again. Boy, what a and, uh, task. You were really up to pleasure. the job, Andreas, and we appreciate it. Michael will be calling you from Maine occasionally, maybe. Who knows, but you'll get 60 seconds or less. Mike, you did have some ups and downs, but thank you for joining us. It, uh, I don't think that's sincere in any way whatsoever, so go fuck yourself. You yep. can check us out on Instagram at 5 Guys Flicking Around. You can email us at 5 Guys Flicking Around at gmail.com. Download our podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Later. Look what I have created. I have made fire. I have made fire. I think this is one of the traits of a really good producer. I'm not ashamed Keep no more. the talent happy. You just killed a helicopter with a car. Alright, boys. Alright, boys, love. prepare to be dazzled. Break yeah, yourself, fool. Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? It's important that we get together on this thing. If you had some glue, I'm really good at gluing, I could just glue it. You sandbagging son of a bitch! Y'all ready to bust some ass?
Lick a license. Lick her license. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. I am an FBI agent. You look like a blueberry. I don't give a damn what you think you're entitled to. You know who I am. You that silly ass reporter from the Channel 5 News, ain't you? I'm Mo Green. What are you looking at, butthead? Let's go, let's go. I'm bored, let's go. And the babes. It's a big STD fest. If he reached completion, where did he capitalize? Like, whoa. Could the skulls have really done that? So this is where the pod starts getting shitty. Fuckface, can you put a goddamn cup of oatmeal in a, in a bowl? Pollard, where are you? <laughs> Hi guys, this is Kevin Sorbo from TV's Hercules. He Epsteined himself. Well, <laughs> he did it, he did it. <laughs> I feel like a good move here is to just edit Mike out of the pod completely. <laughs> I was expecting some good MILF porn talk, nope. and I got George Bush and a lot of other nicknames. And a lot of, yeah. <laughs> We're all done. Whatever Woo! the fuck. Mm -hmm.